you've ever had a friend ask you to borrow a pair of pants because they've shit themselves on the way to your house, you've definitely come to the right podcast. We're Dylan and Joe. It's a basement podcast. Welcome to the Dylan and Joe Basement Podcast. Today we have a very special episode. I mean, it's something that I've been thinking about <laughs> for quite some time. It's glorious. It's lovely. If anyone can uh, guess, guess because you're watching the YouTube video, obviously you can tell you that our podcast this week is going to be about historical blunders, also known as biggest fuck ups in history. And let's fucking go. Let's rock it. Let's do it. Number one. <laughs> Number one. I'm going to start strong. You ready for this? Yeah, let's fucking roll right into it. I don't know if you're it. ready for this, but we got to first watch the beers on the table. We forgot because we're at another exclusive, unidentified basement location. Right in an undisclosed Somewhere location. in this country. No one even knows. It's a basement. We barely know, but we're in a basement right now. So we're going to go after this. So um, Get after it. And I figured, I don't know, Joe, I figured I'd start with a blunder. Um... <clears throat> And this particular blunder, I can biggest go off, fuck up in history. One of the biggest fuck ups in history is what Love I mean. Um, there was a time uh, in 2021, actually. Ooh, recent blunder. Recent blunder, where uh, two best friends decided to go kayaking. <laughs> <laughs> I think I heard this one. Yeah, I know. Some people haven't heard this one, but it's worth um, telling. <clears throat> there are these two friends who decided to go kayaking, and the whole thing that they that they would do in the story in 2021 is they would. Um, park a car at the finish line sure two people two cars. two people two cars sure. two kayaks um two paddles two life fast and you two park coolers two coolers uh six beers a person there you go and you would park a car at the end so when you're done you just get in the car and drive back up to the starting point bingo and then get that car and pick up the kayaks so Easy it makes peasy. sense so um so these two people decided to put a car at the end and then get in the other car that had the kayaks on it, drive up to the top, Temple. which is like six miles of 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 water. The Aspid River, I believe. The Aspid River. Yeah. Um, and then get in the kayaks. And the smart thing that uh, one person decided to do was make sure they put all of their items in the car that stayed at the top. That way you won't lose them that in the way, river. Oh, yeah. They don't get wet. It you makes sense. Wet. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. Because then if you lose them in the river, you're not going to get them back. You're not going to get them back. You know it's I mean? bad. So it just makes sense. Hey, I'm going kayaking. Hey, is it cool if I leave my shit in your car? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Why not? Makes perfect sense. We'll get it later. Neither party thought about this at all besides, oh, yeah, just leave your keys in my car. <laughs> I think one of them was much more to blame than the other. <laughs> but there had to have been a sign-off on sure, this. Sure, sure. Yeah, there was like, a hey, sign-off. Is it cool if we leave the keys in your car? Yeah, totally. Why yeah, not? Makes sense. Yeah. Um, so then uh, four hours later, me and Joe got to the other car. Dude, that was fucking sick, man. Nice. Nice fucking We job. hauled our we kayaks out of the water, walked past a fucking electric fence and a bunch electric of grass fence, bunch over of the shit, river. Poison ivy, all those things. And then got I was the like, car. oh, fuck. I was like, yeah. My car's locked. My car's locked and my keys are in your car. So <laughs> six miles back. Six miles up. So um uh so uh we walked <laughs> after 
after that whole kayak getting drunk and kayaking walked down a the river, whole way and we walked the whole way back because joe left his keys in my car to make sure they didn't get wet right and they didn't get wet <laughs> they didn't get wet <laughs> they didn't lose them. they were fine and we got back up to the oh, car man. and then it was all good so Brutal. um that's uh that's the first blunder that i have in my list <laughs> i don't know what you've got but strong start, strong start. i don't know if i can follow that that's a big <laughs> fuck up in history change the course of history for some people yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, just for the record, that's the second time that's happened to me. <laughs> the first time it was in February or something, and it uh-huh. was almost negative one degrees out, and we were well, at least it was summertime when we walked. So going it, through ice chains, it was a pain in the ass. And but. it got, and when we called my friend Mike's wife to pick us up, it was dark out, and she was in Woburn, and we were in Andover, and you can imagine how that phone call went. She was thrilled. <laughs> she was very excited on like a Saturday <laughs> or Sunday night to come uh, get us while we are uh, dying of Freezing hypothermia, and we didn't give her any option. Like, if you don't pick us up, we'll die. So you gotta come get us. You have to. Get so it. this has happened before, and it will happen again. Will happen again. Guaranteed. Hopefully not to me. Because it's always smart to make sure your keys stay dry and do whatever you gotta do. Yeah. Well, you don't you don't want to lose them. Yep. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, rolling right along the list, I had another nautical-themed one. Let's so throw it in there, That's pretty yeah. good. This one's pretty famous. I remember this, uh, Mr. Raymond drilling this into our heads in, uh, in history class. Can you tell class. Our, our, our guests who Mr. Raymond is in case, in case they're from Arizona? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Mr. Raymond is a teacher at Hudson Catholic High School. He was a large, red-headed man, much like myself, with, Redhead. with a severe, severe balding issue, but... You couldn't tell because his comb over was so long. He had a comb over? That he would... Oh, my God. you got to get on the page, I can't man. ever tell. You don't think Mr. Raymond's a redhead? You're thinking of Mr. Wentworth? Oh, Robbie shit. Raymond's Oh, my dad. God. Sorry. I was thinking of Mr. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Mr. Oh, Raymond. Yeah, he was definitely a redhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah comb over. So, I so, thought you meant comb over was the toupee. It's not. He just combed over the few hairs. Yeah, yeah. So he had... Right. So he grew yeah. his hair on the Homer side. Simpson, yeah. Wicked mm-hmm. long. So that when you comb it over, it would, you could still tell he was bald, but it looked like less bald because you covered the middle. It. it sounds pretty hard to get older, right? Oh, it's got to be. Imagine that. You're a good-looking redheaded <laughs> chap, and then one day you're, you're like, you wake up in the morning and you look at yourself hung over in the mirror, and you go, three hundred pounds. You take, you take the, <laughs> you take the twelve-inch side of hair on this side, and you flop it over the top. Flop it over. Jesus, man. Yeah, man. Uh, so he was the athletic director, but my mom told a great story because he was there for so long, one of the major long-term teachers there at Hudson Catholic, that my mom actually was going to school while he was a teacher there too and she tells a great story of us of a, i think I believe it was a softball practice because it was outdoors super windy day and he had a full mohawk going because <laughs> his score was blowing in the wind straight up so it's all bald and a one-sided mohawk <laughs> of his scraggly comb over <laughs> and he's, he's trying to grab all the bats and oh, shit that's great oh man so he used. So was that the second fuck up? Uh, so that was a huge fuck up. That's a huge fuck up. It's the comb over. Yeah. No, the main main fuck up with him, which is also glorious, is that his wife, Robbie Raymond's mom, was a nun who left the convent I love these to stories. bang him and have kids, and now they're a happy family. But she I gotta was tell a, you, I couldn't resist either. Yeah, if I saw Mr. Raymond rolling up there with that beautiful uh, rosy cheeks of his and that smooth talk of his. What year was the Spanish Armada? 1588. That was our call and response for that. You had to know that one. Mr. Reed, I'm under the impression that you were uh, distributing hot sauce throughout the cafeteria. (laughs) um, And this is a violation of things, so I'm going to keep that hot sauce on my desk until June of 2006. 
and at the end of the year, you are permitted to come in here and get, uh, obtain, retrieve the hot sauce. But until then, there is absolutely no reason to come into my office. <laughs> and that is all I know of that. Yeah, I only had to go in there. Uh... I did get my hot sauce back and a free t-shirt from The Undertaker oh, Hot tell Sauce story, Company. Because you wrote to them. I did, yeah. I said, I said, hey, under it was the Undertaker hot sauce, and it's super fucking hot, and yeah. they're based in Western Mass. And I said, hey, I'm a freshman in high school, and I got really hot sauce. You guys are fucking sick as shit. And I went on like some. It was such an old school website, and this is 2006 or seven, right? Oh yeah, it's like MySpace yeah. era websites. Well, I, yeah, exactly. And I wrote into them and said, hey, here's my story, and they're like. You're the goddamn man. You're first. To, well, no, I was late all the time to contention. But your first, like, legit, you did something for detention was because yeah, of that. Right. And yeah. I got I got a free T-shirt with the Undertaker logo and a signature of the owner. They signed so it. Cool. So fucking yeah, and cool. And then that laid on this guy's desk all year. And then me and a couple other kids at the end of the year went in to his office and took it back. It's awesome. Yeah. I was gonna say I've only been to his office three times. The third, the last time was just to pick up a bunch of pins because the school was closing down, so they gave a, a lot of pins to everybody. Mm-hmm. I think they just blew the rest of the budget. Be like, here's a patch, here's a bunch of pins for all the sports you played, whatever. First time was signing up for sports. The second time was the best time because it was the time I got kicked out of a baseball game and then I wasn't allowed to play in the next. Did you play game. ball? Yeah. Play ball with me then. We all we must have been on the same team in freshman year. Uh, uh, the old alcoholic was the coach. No, I played sophomore year. Oh, damn, because I played freshman year with the old yeah. guy who was... Yeah, uh, G. G, yeah. Yeah, drank, Mr. Giuliani drank, uh, or whatever. He drank behind the dugouts. Yeah, he had the, the Poland Spring bottle <clears throat> full of vodka. It's good stuff. Yeah, I mean, I don't I mean, I mean, don't know what you guys as listeners have had for coaches, but that's what a good coach is. They, yeah. They, they, they yell... They He didn't really yell, but he would talk to you in very thick uh, alcohol breath, but that's what a good to- coach is. Oh, hell yeah. That's all I've had for coaches. No, he was my coach, too. But I don't remember <laughs> playing with you, though. We must have played together. I played freshman year. Because I had G as my coach, too, but I thought I didn't play with... No, no never mind. Because you'll remember the story if, if you were yeah, there. Yeah, it's okay. For... Yeah, tell me, yeah. Um, tell us. Maybe I did play freshman year. Anyways, I think it was a sophomore year. Anyways, so we're playing we're playing baseball. It's the time I had to go to Miss Raymond's office. We're playing against a team. It's, we're a shit team, but we had a lot of fun. We didn't take it seriously at all. I, I really only cared about basketball. It was the only thing I was good at. I was terrible at soccer, too. Yep. But they cared about soccer. We it must have been really, really good because Joe's 5'8". So, um, <laughs> yeah. so to be fucking uh, really good at basketball in 5'8 means you're fucking hot. It's the only thing I was good at. Yeah. So, so we're playing we're the JV team, which might as well be like the joke team. The varsity team gives a fuck. Everyone who's good is just on that team. And it's a mm-hmm. small school, so anyone who's good, they automatically put you on varsity. Yeah. In fact, they put me on varsity soccer, and the first time I ever kicked the ball was the t- the day they put me on varsity. So that's how small the school was. Yeah. Uh, so the JV team, we had a lot of fun, mostly joking around, couldn't win a game for the life of us. We were playing another team. It was Neshoba Tech, which was famously one of the worst schools for sports in the whole league. It was the team we could beat at other well, sports. Well, it was like a weird group of white kids uh, from a little bit north of us, mm-hmm. but um, but also more affluent. Right, but there was another <clears> school. <throat> strange things, so they didn't have any fucking thing going for Oh, no. I mean, there were... was tech schools like Monty Tech and Fitchburg, Keefe Tech and Framingham. Kick I mean, they, ha- they had ass. kids who could play sports. Yeah, we had a bunch of kids whose parents thought they were the best thing ever, and then they got <laughs> to real-life high school sports yeah. and got their shit beat out of them Rocks. by Hudson Catholic. <laughs> we're not any better, but no. we're a little better because we're not from Bolton. So, Some so yeah, it, it was one Catholic school and a bunch, <laughs> bunch of tech schools. But anyways, so this team was like the other the other <clears> team where every time we play them in a sport, we'd be like, we probably kick their asses. They're the only they're the only school that's worse than us. They have less people to pick from and none of them are athletic at all. And 
I already knew, I must have been sophomore year, because I already knew this one kid from playing basketball. Played basketball against him on JV, and he was like, we called him the big baby, because he was probably like 6'3", and he hadn't hit puberty yet. So he had like a baby, big fat baby face, fat belly, like curly Andy Milanakis hair. Yeah. And picture Andy Milanakis with a voice. I can picture that, yeah. So he'd be talking like this, but he was a big, he was like twice my size, but he was gigantic baby. Yeah. And uh, he played basketball. He was great at it because he would just get fouled every time and just do the thing where he holds the ball up. And, oh, yeah. And he so was, hard for us. He, was so, he couldn't even run. He would, like, run. like I think he had a fucked up knee because he was a giant baby and his bones weren't big enough for how mm-hmm. fat he was because mm-hmm. he was so big. So he'd wear knee braces and he'd run around like he was, like, a an aging, like, 45-year-old NBA player who's had, like, a full career and, like, his knees are just Slow-mo, shot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but he I was, know. like, 15 years old. Yep. So I was like, you got yeah, a long life a ahead of you. kind of remember this guy. I don't even know if he's still alive or not. But so so we're playing against him in baseball now, though. He was great in basketball because that was his skill set. In baseball, He that skill set did not translate. Being tall and terrible at running was even worse for baseball. Not good for baseball. Couldn't swing. Uh, couldn't run for shit. Like, literally... Could not run. So I'm playing uh, third base, and this guy got on base somehow. We probably walked him. We didn't have a lot of strikeouts. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard to throw a ball that far, honestly. As, it, as a pitcher for I, one game. I, I had never pitched. And it's I, not as easy as it Hey, looks. I had a lot of problems throwing a first base <laughs> from third. I had a lot of missed outs by me wailing, fucking shanking the front. Easy ground ball. Just throw it over the kid's head. Oops, sorry about that. Sorry. Easy out. Why are you playing third base? I shouldn't have been playing Can third. Can a double because you fucking can't throw? Exactly. Yeah, I understand. That Trust me, you're talking to the right person that as far as mean. baseball goes. This is the kind of team we Trust had. me, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> so so the, he's coming around second base. And by coming around second base, I mean picture someone who looks like they're sprinting, but they're moving like a snail. He's just whole yep. body shaking. He get his shoulders going. His legs are going. Poor guy. And he decides, he decides to slide into third. Not good. Which I think it probably looks like... Um, I don't know, like, you know when you're Home Depot when you see the, the, the bales of, like, loom or, like, bark mulch? Probably, like, one I of those do. getting pushed over. That. It looked like oh, that. It's not when, good. As it's he slid. He was just flopping all over the place. And he went down, and as he went down, I went to tag him because he had to tag the runner at that point. And because he was sliding as I tagged him, he ate it super hard and just flopped all over the place. Oh, it's a big mess. And and he, he made a big mess of himself. And they were, they were like... The, the the umpire is just like is like he's safe and I was like bullshit he fell all over I got him out and he, and he goes like you better fucking watch it all right I saw that and I was like I was genuinely surprised cause I was like I don't know what he's talking about yeah he's talking about this kid doesn't know how to slide and he's yeah. twice my side so the next inning I get up to base and I uh, I crack one of those beautiful ground balls to second base again automatic out i'm gonna be out yep. so i do it any at least you hit the ball i mean i'm giving you a ton of credit yeah. sophomore year hitting the ball i, I actually that's a big achievement i had the best batting average of my life as a sophomore it's incredible <laughs> actually me too freshman year out. was better than uh my whole life years before yeah i don't know how you're on happened. the marlins i was on the fucking cardinals i we know <laughs> yeah it was um, i was the worst that. player on the team and i was the worst player on the worst team you're the worst player on the best team true <laughs> so, but yeah. the whole team carried me and my brother and neither of us had a hit yeah i, I might have had season. two hits or whatever never, had a, hit. Right never had a hit that's how good that team was i didn't have one hit <laughs> you still won every game guaranteed out unless i got walked <laughs> <laughs> i loved getting walked dude <laughs> so yes good. Yes, I'm on base. Right? I love getting walked even in high school. I was like, sweet, I was about to strike yes. out. Yeah, I look like, uh, I look like I'm no doing So, yeah, it's, a, going it's a ground ball a second. I already painted the story out for you. Not only has this guy got tagged out and got called safe because he collapsed like a pile of loom, 
He also, I was mortal enemies with him in basketball season. I hated how he got fouls called on him. He was twice my size. I was even smaller than I am now somehow playing basketball. And this kid was, you know, wailing on us. He was terrible, big baby. So I, I rounded out to second base and they throw it to him at first base. He was always just the first baseman because he didn't have to move. You just stand there the whole time catching He's the ball. First base, yeah. He's not going to play outfield. Nope. He should merely be catcher, but his knees would give out if he had to squat for more than half an inning. Yeah, I mean, this kid must have knee replacements now at the age 30. Well, if you, hey, if you know, buddy, if you can write in, give us an email. Please write in, you big uh, baby. Basement at gmail.com. Uh, let us know how your knees are doing. Oh, I, I would love to do a contest. We'll do rin sprints for five seconds. Yeah, we'll to see play baseball again, actually. Instead. Yeah, let's play baseball. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so, so he, it gets tossed to him at first base, and he's already got the ball. I'm out. And this is something that you only usually do at home plate because you have to get tagged out and you run through them. And this kid, I can't stress enough, he was at least over six feet tall, maybe 6'2", and he must have been over 200 pounds, fat for 6'2". We had 6'2 kids who were skinny and they were like easily like 170. Yeah. This kid was a big, fat baby and I ran straight into him. It, it looked like I was knocking over a child. He fell right over. I was 100 pounds soaking wet. We're right into him. Boom, the kid goes, whoa! falls over drops the ball everything i'm like i'm safe you dropped the ball <laughs> but i was already out at the plate yeah. so he eats shit and as soon as that happens the ref goes you're out of here to me <laughs> i'm like what he goes you're out of here i warned you and i go are you kidding me he's twice my size look at him he fell over you think i can knock him over and the guy goes get out and i look over at g and he goes shut up <laughs> <laughs> Like, shut up he's like he reminds me of the guy in the sopranos um the, who, who wore the tracksuit with the gray hair no, no. or no he looks just he sort of looks like him shut yeah, up yeah the silver slick back yeah but yeah and then he just tells me to sit down on the bench shut up and, the, and i'm laughing everyone's laughing on the bench I'm like this is fucking hilarious we love, i love triggering people who you know the response it's like, like shut up like, Oh, that's great. Everyone was losing it. I was pissed, but I was still laughing when I got back to the bench and everyone else was laughing at like, can you believe that? And I was like, look at the size of that fucking behemoth. And I knocked him over. I'm like, I barely even touched him. And all, and I really did. I, it wasn't like I'm a big, strong, angry kid. Like, I might have like bumped him and he went yeah. over like, I don't know if he flopped or what, but... So then, so long story short, the next day I go into the office and Miss Raymond calls me because I've been thrown out of a baseball game, which is a big deal. So it's bad for reputation of the school, it's bad sportsmanship, yada yada. <laughs> so he sits me in there and he goes, and he goes, he goes. So you uh, get thrown out of the game? That's a really bad look for Hudson Catholic. And I go, Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't mean it. I, I'm sorry, whatever. I, I knocked the kid over. He's twice my size. I mean, I didn't. <laughs> I wasn't like I got in a fight with him. I just knocked him over. Yeah. And uh, and he was like, you know, no one's ever been kicked out of a of a, a sport in this oh, school dude, before. Oh, I man, I didn't know that. That's and awesome. and yeah. I was and I and for that in that moment because I was a kid, I was like, damn, I actually did feel about it. Uh, I'm ashamed. Uh, first of all, I was like, that's cool as hell. But in my head, I was yeah. also like, you know, that's kind of a shitty look to do yeah. that. And then I immediately remembered my uncle Pat was a pitcher. There's no fucking way. <laughs> <laughs> he lied to me. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Chris Cormier played sports. Yeah, There's people, no way. They've all been kicked out of games. Of course. There's no way you're the first one. He was just one. trying to make me feel Uncle bad. Uncle Pat is a little bit of a hothead. Oh, no he way got he thrown out of football, it. baseball games. There's no way. So he tried to get me over on that. So anyway, he, he always told us, uh, he would just drill us on a couple of things we'd have to remember in the year. If we learned those, he'd feel like he was successful. And he said, 1588, we'd say Spanish Armada. Because in the year 1588, it was the most powerful nation in the world before the British Empire really took over. It was Spain. They had all this gold, the all Romans? this money. 
Well, but that was a thousand years before that. Really? I mean, I'm fucking don't know. Fifteen eighty eight. It's like we're we're into the we're Renaissance. We're pretty much in today's day. We got like, galleons. We got yeah, all that yeah, cannons. Rome's not doing so great. Yeah. Yep. So so this guy, uh, King uh, King Philip the second, he has this mighty armada that's basically the biggest naval power in the world, like times three, mm-hmm. and he sends them to uh, to England. And he's actually making a power play for. Basically, I'm going to run the world now. England is not nearly as powerful as Spain. And Spain has, the, like I said, the biggest Navy times two. They send him over there. And uh, <laughs> he gets fucked up because a giant storm happens. Oh, I fucking love these stories. All these big planes. And, then, and, this is, yeah. and that whole journey over, leading up to the actual battle, ends up he loses the entire fleet of Spain. And it, take, it sends him back like 10 years. <laughs> Whole fucking thing's gone. Whole fleet gone. Yeah, no, it's over. It's gone. The most yeah. legendary is the biggest fleet ever assembled on planet Earth, and boop, you're gone. 1588. Gone. The Spanish Armada and that that tale is the the uh, the date isn't to remember when it succeeded. It's when the entire thing went fucking forty fathoms deep to Davy Jones' locker. All in one day. All in one See day. See ya. Sorry about that. Oh, that's a great one. 1588. 1588. I'm glad I know that now, and now I'll never. Now, now you guys and we will remember that now. <clears throat> won't forget that. So and uh, don't ever get kicked out of a Hudson Catholic baseball game. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I never got kicked out of a Hudson Catholic game, but I was uh, just for the record. I I was wasn't taken out by stretcher because I don't know if they had those there, but I was. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Two people carrying you kind of evenly. Pretty much after I got obliterated and was throwing up on the side um, of the field during football. Um, Definite concussion. The priest had to drive me back to school from around to pick me up because they didn't have that. The priest was technology. an assistant coach, also. And the 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 main coach was the funeral director. So <laughs> this is the football team I played on. We're not making this up. Yep. So um, <clears throat> that's a crazy fucking story about the Spanish fleet. That's fucking wild. I didn't know that. Yeah. And that's hilarious. Yeah, that tied in very nicely. When anyone thinks that you have to give a presentation at work or something and you're like stressed out, like oh I might fuck it up. No. You can't fuck it up like that. There's no way. And you also can't fuck it up like this because this is a whole different story. So All-time fuck-ups. <clears throat> All right. So 64 years old, Mad Mike Hughes 2020. Anyone know of Mad Mike? Mad Mike Hughes? No. His name, his last name is, uh, you know, a hint. Hughes. Maybe related to Howard Hughes? Definitely not, Goose. but he has the same name. Spruce and Goose he is an aviation affectionado. Uh, uh, All right, well, that's, I was pretty close, but just flying guess. Yeah, so, um, so, <laughs> Mad Mike Hughes was all over social media and Reddit and YouTube especially. Okay. Because he decided to take upon a life purpose that um, a lot of people have, but he decided that he's going to do something about this. Not just be a guy, not just be a flat earther. He's going to prove it. Oh, I think I know who this is. So Mad Mike Hughes has a lot to prove, <laughs> and he said, I'm going to, he's basically going to. A lot of supporters on the internet. He's going to rewrite human history. Mm-hmm. This is what he's doing. And he's already done that, by the way. He's already done that through all of his saying it's not possible. The earth is flat. Here's mm-hmm. why. The earth is the center of the universe. All the pictures are doctored. It's a hoax. It's a hoax. It's fucking things. When you're in an airplane, it's basically a TV screen. Like, there's just yeah. all sorts Na- of Yeah, there's, there's an crazy. ice wall that surrounds the earth. That's why you can't go around it all the way. Yeah. There's no edge. It's just a giant ice wall. Exactly. It's all good. It's yep. all good stuff. Yep. Yep. Exactly. So him and his partner, uh, Waldo Stakes. 
<laughs> Imagine and you're that. not making this up. Like, hey, it's me. I'm not making this up. Oh, you know, it's me. Hey, hey, it's me, Mad Mike. I need a partner. And some guy goes, it's me, Waldo Stakes. I can help you out. Let's build a steam rocket. We're going to launch you to 5,000 feet. <laughs> steam rocket. And we're going to take a video of this. And we're going to see with our own eyes. This is actually... people at 5,000 feet, <laughs> which is... It's like a Wallace and Gromit sketch, building a fucking steam rocket. At least they fucking went somewhere. Um, <laughs> This, uh, 5,000 feet, what is the tallest building in the world? 3,100 feet? I mean... Uh, I'll look it up right now. It's the Burj Khalifa. It's not that fucking high. Is 5,000 feet is... We're getting some information here off of... uh, Well, let's say 5,000 feet is almost a mile. Okay, so nothing's that tall. So we're going a mile up. 5,250 would be a mile, I think, right? Yeah, the tallest building is about... 2,700 feet. All right, so he's going pretty high up, actually. I mean, for 2,700 feet is the Burj Khalifa. Um, yeah, but a uh, a, a regular uh, like passenger jet is at 35,000 feet, and it's not even close to space. <laughs> yeah, but you can still see the curvature up there, but you could also just get on a Delta flight. And, yes, yes. Uh, and just say that this is... Right, so I was, I was hoping, I was thinking at least that he'd dig it, well... If I, unless you think there's TV screens in the windows, because I was thinking he'd say, I'll, I'll build a rocket, and rockets can fly higher than planes. That way I can really see if it's the curve or not. So if you're building a rocket and it can go only one-fifth of the height of a jumbo jet, you're not. it's not worth building a rocket. Yeah, or higher. Because I don't know if you guys know this, actual rockets go quite a bit higher than that, yes. all the way into space. Yeah. And you can really see the curvature there. You can really. Actually, you can uh, see more of the curve. There, yeah. You can see an entire sphere, and it's called a planet. Just like all the other planets you can see with telescopes, like, you know, Mars, Jupiter, all spheres. Yeah. That's my favorite part about Flat Earth is that they they still, a lot of them still say like, oh, no, oh, those are all planets, but Earth's not that, though. That's the craziest thing. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, yeah, Jupiter's round. You can clearly see that, but Earth is a flat disk. Yeah. We're the only ones that are different. Yeah, that's it's it's cool. a really, really cool, cool. hard conspiracy to sell people on. In my yeah, mind. but that's why I'm surprised at how many people are subscribed to it. I mean, the sun's I mean, even around. I'm not surprised, but like... Yeah, um, I know. It used to be a joke, but now it's like a majority of a population actually believes it's insane. Of a certain sect of the population. Yeah. So YouTube um, lovers themselves. So when God made Mike, he broke the mold. <laughs> Mike was the real this deal. This is on his this is obituary you're reading now? Mike was the real deal <laughs> and he lived to push the edge. And, oh, and God um, bless him. And uh, and Mad Mike and his assistant, what was his name? Lynn? Waldo Stakes. Waldo Stakes. <laughs> Sorry, not Lynn. Waldo Stakes and Mad Mike um, built yep. his ro- built the built a rocket in his backyard. A for, steam rocket, not for chemical about 20, fuel. Twenty thousand dollars they spent on equipment to build this fucking thing. He, so you could buy a new Toyota Corolla would cost more than that, pretty much. That, oh yeah, totally. Yeah, then, then a Corolla for eighteen thousand dollars these days. <laughs> a um, steam rocket in your backyard. Yeah, and um, and, and he had no donations from his fans, right? That helped him fund it. Like he did a GoFundMe, I think. Point. I think that he definitely did. Yeah, he yeah. did. It's not independently wealthy. Yeah, it doesn't say that here, but I bet he did. I remember that being in the story. Um, I might be mistaken. Yeah, so uh, so March of 2019, he he got inspired because he uh he he got to an altitude of 1,800 feet and deployed some parachutes and uh, fucking landed that shit. Nice, that's pretty and, good. Um, and yeah, uh, he was glad he did it. Uh, and uh. He said that he, you know, he landed pretty hard. It was hard to get out of bed the next day, but he can, <laughs> he can get to go home and see his cats that night. So he's fucking. Pumped. That's good. That's good. good. Yeah. And exactly. no matter how so, the story goes, which I know I don't want to spoil anything, 
This guy definitely had balls. You have to give that to him. I give him to sit in a homemade steam rocket and go 1,800 feet up and be like, these parachutes are going to deploy? I'm going to be all set. Yeah. Balls. Not balls. brains, but balls. Definitely balls and definitely brains, too. But his whole Brains idea to design to it. Prove, yeah, I mean, you can't be stupid I couldn't design to do it. that. And he planned on uh, just blowing the fucking world out of the water and saying, hey, here's real footage. And But that's the thing. He's so smart that he can build a steam rocket and he's got the balls to fly it. But he's too stupid to realize the earth is round. It's such a weird dichotomy. The other thing, just saying, I mean, um, do you have any videos I've seen of, like, people putting GoPros on rockets from Walmart? No. Uh, but well, I, I've seen them with weather balloons, and they go up, like, you know, 20,000 feet. Weather balloons go to 130,000 feet. I mean, those yeah. like, fuckers go way up there. Right, but I, with, the, with the camera footage, I don't know if I've seen Oh, them. like the, the YouTube guy with the, the GoPro, the GoPro and, the, and the Lego guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So those, go, those go way up there. They, yeah. they probably go even higher than that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. So um, so back to the story. So uh, this is a, a good fuck-up. Um, um, Waldo uh, and our friend Mad Mike. Yeah, that's better there. I don't know if you guys heard that. We just had a... Uh, Steam rocket going off. On yeah, the, side. the steamer's kicking uh, in. The steamer's kicking in. So, uh, 64 years old. Uh, in March of 2020, Mad Mike decided it's a big fucking day Mad to Mike. take off near Barstow in California, I think. Barstow, um, probably. Yeah, I can't read. And, um, <clears throat> and uh, I think at around another thousand. Uh, so, shortly after takeoff, his parachute deployed. Ooh, and that's he made too early. It about a thousand feet and uh, fell to earth and died. Oh boy! So, um, pretty another big martyr f- for the cause. Yeah, on the pretty flatter. big fuck up. Uh, that's one of my. He never saw the curve. He never saw the curve, um, but he he died in um, with honor, trying to prove flat Earth, and we respect him for that. Yeah, it's you know what? Fucking crazy. I respect him more than. And it's a joke, but I, it's not a joke. It, it, this is a funny conversation, it's but funny. it's not. But like, he's a badass motherfucker. Yeah, uh, I give him a lot of credit. Cheers, to Mike. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, if, you, if you do a drag race into a brick wall, you still have balls, but, yeah. I mean, you're going to die. Um, but, yeah, no, I respect him basically more than 99.99% of all flat earthers, so I got to give it to him there. Yeah, yeah, he said, hey. He actually said, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to fucking go for this, me and, you know, my And he cats. didn't take the easy way out. No. He could have just blogged about how everyone's wrong and how no one can prove it. A lot of people with conspiracies, they say, I don't see the proof, you prove it to me. Even though they don't know about making claims, you have to back them up. You can't just ask yeah. for proof. But we know what he did. He says... I'm going to find the proof. I'm going to build my own steam rocket, yeah. and I'm going to fucking take parachutes and fly myself back. I mean, launch myself in the fucking Mike space. Hughes and Waldo Stakes, who probably uh, was beside himself. Yeah, huge bummer. Huge so, bummer. Um, but but uh, it was a big fuck-up. Big fuck-up. It was a, real, <laughs> so it was a that. real big fuck-up, and that's, uh, that's why we're here today talking about Mad Mike Hughes. Fuck-up number three. Yeah, uh, pour one out for Mad Mike. Pour one out, guys. Let's take our first break. Good fucking afternoon, guys. This episode is brought to you by me. Welcome back, Jill and Joe. We're the Dylan and Joe Basement Podcast, second segment. We're in our historical blunders, or Dylan's better title for it, history's biggest fuck-ups. I'm rolling into my next one on the list, which I had to mention just because it's the first thing I thought of when I thought of fuck-ups, and it's another thing that was drilled into my head growing up, talking about history class, watching documentaries, and especially my grandfather talking to me about history, which is one cardinal rule of military. You know, there's always things like, um, 
couldn't think of anything, but there's oh, a lot, there's a lot a of hole. rules. Hole is a hole. That's a good one. It's a good military saying in the Navy. <laughs> there's never. Maybe it's a Navy thing. Never break your supply lines is one of them. It's like those little, those, those little yeah. rules where it's like you don't think of it. Like if you ever had that happen, you just have to do it. Everyone who's a military leader knows all these rules. Yep. And one of them you get taught, I'm sure, at West Point and probably in every uh, military school around the world is you don't invade Russia in the winter. That's something I've heard too. You just yeah. don't do it mm-hmm. because many people have tried to do it. And, of course, in your head it sounds that would be terrifying and cold, but the war machine is a slow-moving thing, and when you're trying to conquer the world, you can't wait a whole year to do it. So I mean, you got to do things when you got to do things. you just got to get it moving. Stop I mean, in, in ancient times, they would often have, they, they, when they first I, I, um, created the idea of a campaign, it would be, like, the season of the year where you'd fight wars, and then the winter would come, and everyone would take the winter off. Like, Such literally everyone thing. would. It's war is so Because it was weird. so hard to survive. It'd be like, we mm-hmm. can't fight a war here. You can't defend a war here. We're taking these four months off, and we'll start the war again next year. Campaign season. But as you roll into the modern era, you have um, more and more industrialized war, and people are finding out that, like, the whole rules of survival don't matter anymore. It's just like, well, why don't we just fight in the wintertime? That way, they can't defend themselves. They're starving to death. Even better for us to fucking go kill them. Right. So even though there's many invaders, you know, on the thousand years leading up to the Russia we know and love today, it's always been owned and maintained by those tribes of people who live in the Russian uh, continent, country area there. that spans from Europe even to Asia. And I want to start with the most famous example, second most famous example, which is Napoleon Bonaparte, who was running shit in Europe. We talked about him on the podcast, really feeling in the past. He basically was the emperor of Europe. France was a huge powerhouse in the early to mid 1800s. This guy was conquering countries How left tall and was right. He? Yeah, he was. I think he was five seven or five eight. I thought he was. Isn't like that five, weird? Three. I thought he was like four eleven. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because yeah, so. you think that like famously he's so short, but I guess that there's one of those things like sheep fuckers. The Welsh. Good point. It was made up by his adversaries to be like he's a tiny little man, he's a little uh, gnome of a man, in order like to like slander from him. Shrek, yeah. Yeah, but actually. Lord Farquaad. Yeah, Lord Farquaad. Yeah, exactly yeah. that. But actually, he was uh, average height for oh, men of that era. Height? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or he might have been a little bit smaller, but it just—I mean, not like like to quote uh, Glorious Bastards again, not circus freak small. <laughs> Thought you were a little man. Uh, height, yeah, let's look at that up just to make sure. 5'6", okay, so he's a little bit shorter than us. Uh, okay, yeah, 5'6", pushing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Coming from two guys in their... Yeah, we're 5'8", five five eight, eight. so he's pretty short. Uh, yeah, it's 5'6". He's That's still taller really, than Andrew Thrain. Definitely so. taller than Andrew Thrain. <laughs> yeah. um, I wouldn't call Andrew a, you know, a circus freak, you know? Yeah, also, if anyone's wondering, my shit your pants reference to start off this podcast... <laughs> Was about our our uh, our one of our hottest guests, Andrew Three. Oh, it's sexy as fuck! Can't wait to see him again. He sharded in his jeep on the way to my mom's house in uh, senior year in high school, and the first thing he asked me was for a pair of pants. Anyway, so uh, wow. five six Napoleon Bonaparte. Wow, so Maximilian Robespierre, the guy who was uh, in charge of the wow. uh, the head lopping, five three. So really, three. I mean, especially in the eighteen hundreds, he was average height. I mean, you and I are around average height for men in america but you know there's plenty of people that are like six foot two three like plenty of them i mean i'm not really taller than most people anyway so yeah not famously short Mm -hmm. but famously an amazing uh military uh officer and became literally they he was just a general that they crowned the the holy roman emperor of of fucking france because he was kicking so much ass and he decides to do the thing that you're not supposed to do invade russia in the winter dumbass 
They march in, and it's <laughs> it takes them months of even getting into the deeper part of Russia. Now, Moscow is not at the far, far west end of Russia. It's it's a bit in. You it's know, a bit in. It's, yeah. it's going to take you, which we'd think it's like, oh, it's probably like a California whiff, like probably like from California, Oklahoma, before you actually reach Moscow from, you know. Jesus Christ. Germany, the edge of that. Yeah. And uh, they True. were, uh, and don't forget, they're using wool clothing. It's the 1800s. They're riding horses in. And by yeah. the time they even get close to trying to invade Russia in earnest, and classic Russian mentality, which is when people are invading, you just ditch the city and back up and take all the food with you. So the longer they go, the less food they have, and the more they freeze to death. And by the time they reach an actual fight, they're basically already dead. And Russia's been doing that forever. They did it in the 1800s. And by the time he reached a major battle, he had already lost more than half of his troops. Smart. Hadn't even fired yeah. a, a musket ball yet. And it was so dire that not only were people freezing to death and dying, they were starving to death because there was no food around. So they were slicing off pieces of the horses as they rode, and they'd stay fresh because of how cold it was. But the horse, they wouldn't kill the horses because then they wouldn't be able to take the food with them. So they were just riding the horses and cutting off pieces of the horses that could barely feel it because they had frostbite and just eating horse meat as the horses were still alive in order to survive. And he went trotting back to France, which I don't remember the exact number, but something with a quarter of the troops he led out with and not winning one victory uh, against Russia. So Russia is the classic thing of sit back and watch him lose. The guy who had conquered almost every nation around France in some difficulty, but he was running shit, didn't even get one victory in Russia. Don't invade Russia in the winter. Yeah, no. About 100 years later, another guy tried the same thing. He had an internal combustion engine and the most powerful war machine that actually threatened the entire that? world. That was a guy by the name of Adolf Hitler. And uh, as Nostradamus calls him, Hister. Hister. And he uh, he did the same thing. They had a lot more success by winning battles, but same problem. It's cold That's as fuck. It's really cold. Supply lines are breaking down, and Russia was willing to let all their citizens die to win. And yeah. that they did, and that they won. Yeah. Don't invade Russia in the winter, man. Yeah. But one person did invade Russia in the winter and was successful, and it was all the of way back. Of course it fucking was. In 1200. Are you kidding me? It's Genghis Khan. Genghis fucking Khan. He is the ultimate all-time winner of battles. Slaying chicks and winning wars in the yep. winter. And Genghis he has, Khan. Big so, fat motherfucker. So he was actually one of the only uh, armies ever to invade Russia and be successful. He didn't conquer the whole nation, but it was part of the slice of the world that gave Genghis Khan the, long, the largest... If you don't count the British Empire and modern-day America through our economy, mm-hmm. the largest empire in the world history before the British Empire, Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan. Fuck the, the Romans? Nope. Spanish? No, no. No. Genghis Khan had the biggest one. What do you think? Half of us are related to Genghis Khan. Is that the truth? Uh, it's not <laughs> not half, but I think that it's like a 16th of all human beings have like a percentage of, of Mongol. Genghis Khan come. Yeah, some shit yeah. like that. Some, some insane stuff. I think like I that. might. Oh, yeah, you do. I can see it on you. You can see it on me. No, but I, <laughs> not me, but my sister's 23 and me came back that she has, um, uh, I was going to say Somalia. Uh, what's the... Mongolian. Nope. Oh, shit. Just Not Western easy, Russia. Though. What's that? Uh, Cossacks? You're thinking too, 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 um, you're thinking too much. Uh, okay. Sorry. Uh, Siberian. That's Northern. My sister has Siberia, Russia in, in her 23 ah. me. So... That means that I didn't, I didn't take... Uh, no, I, I am plenty Ashkenazi Jewish. That's not something that is like... I'm um, like... That's like... Uh, I'm, I'm like Polish, a good... Polish, Russian, kind of Jewish. I'm like 5% that. Like, it's like a higher number. 
Um, the good, the good part of me. Yaksamash? <laughs> me, uh, yeah, plenty of that. Plenty of Ashkenazi Jewish in me. That's not a fucking question. But, Mazel tov. Um, no, but uh, my sister's got some uh, Russian in her, so I would think that probably Genghis Khan has something to do with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I'm so strong, you know what I mean? Very much could be. Yeah, yeah. interesting enough. It's because of Genghis so, Khan. Uh, so I brought that brought up just <laughs> as, as a quick aside. Yeah, obviously, obviously famously fucking everybody. Strong. Everybody. Famously strong. Um, strong guy. But yeah, basically ran <laughs> ran shit on such a mass level be- between just his, uh, his brutality and his tactical brilliance mm-hmm. and also the idea that all his fighters grew up riding horses from the time they could walk so basically you know you're the best archers in the world and you could ride a horse yeah. from when you're a kid like the dark knight only they went into training uh way younger than yeah. when um, bruce wayne did yeah and yeah. everyone else couldn't stand a chance they rode against him so i brought that up as a quick aside that uh this is a great story about the Quarism, uh, Quarism Empire. Have you ever heard of it? Me neither. Here's why. Uh, around in uh, in 1218, Genghis Khan, which he usually did, would send a caravan of 500 emissaries to a new empire and say, "Just pay us, because you've seen us win so many times. Don't be an idiot. Just, Just pay us." us and so many powerful empires paid him. They're like, "We don't want to die. Just here's the money, yeah, and we'll keep paying you." Yeah. So this empire, Quarenzem Empire, uh, he uh, decided to arrest all 500 of the emissaries. So Genghis Khan said, oh, you must not have heard me. I'll send another group. And he sent three ambassadors to be like, you must have fucked this up. And when he sent three ambassadors, this, this uh, Shah of the Quarenzem Empire decided to decapitate three of them. And the next year, 200,000 Mongols showed up. And now we've never heard of the Khwarezm Empire because within two years, <laughs> they were completely wiped out. Big fuck up. Big fuck up. <laughs> Don't poke the bear. Nope. Don't do it. Yeah, I know. They'll take care of you. That's that. Yeah, Russia. Crazy time. <clears throat> Crazy. Crazy place to invade. So Don't do it in the winter. Um, Joe, how many more do you have in your list? I have two more. Two more. I got three more, and I got one that's going to take... Th- it could be 30 seconds. It just, it's something that has to be mentioned... On um, biggest uh, fuck ups, um, just it has to be said. Let's mention it. Just, it just does. Um, uh, it's like if some of you guys sold your AMC right now, you'd fuck Keep up. Holding diamond Keep holding fist. big ape or whatever they call them. Um, <laughs> they're you're an ape. Yep, hold apes. Um, <clears throat> we all know Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak from Apple. They're co-founders. I think Steve Wo- Steve Wozniak uh, famously drives a Chevy Volt. Um, he's not. He's anti-Tesla, so he's stuck with the Chevy Volt. Gotcha, fact, yeah. In case you're wondering. Um, I, I actually love the quote by him when they, <clears throat> they asked him about the new iPhone. He's like, I get one every time they come out with them. They they send me one, and he's like, I can't tell the difference. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really love that. I, I just respect him for shit like that. Where he's like, I honestly have more money than God. I don't care about it, really. Well, my thing is, when you, when you actually interview and ask those people questions, it's... Well, because he's not refreshing. currently like the CEO and like the face of the company, so he can just be honest and be like, "I don't give." No, a it's fuck. refreshing as fuck yeah. to talk to those people because they're shockingly Levity. human. Yeah, for sure. Not Mark Zuckerberg, but yeah, like, well, he's he's the opposite of that. It's a he's fucking robot. Shockingly but inhuman. He's weird, but like, but yeah, I mean, like, he's just starting the business. Like, yeah, fucking iPhone. They really whatever. did start like, it in a garage. Like, it's no, yeah. it's no shit. Mm-hmm. You know, so he still kept on to that like little uh, humanity down to earth yeah. part of himself, which Steve Jobs kind of. Turn into more of a figurehead and yeah, uh, 
So yeah, yeah, iconic uh, thing, and he was in more that, of a face he, than an. Uh, he than was a in the person. New American Horror Story season with aliens. Uh, Steve Jobs was. He was, yeah. Wow, that's yeah. something. And else. Dude, look, dude, it's they did that thing where it's oh the CG thing weird. That's really weird. Yeah, so strange. Um, you ever heard of John Wayne? Yeah, the actor. Yes. You know John Wayne? You guys know John Wayne? Yeah. You ever heard of Ron Wayne? No, not Ron <laughs> Wayne. Ronald Wayne, uh, third founder of Apple. That's who Ronald Wayne was. Oh, he's the uh, that guy from the Beatles who uh, who the drummer who left like a year into the Beatles. Yeah, pretty much. I don't even know his name. Might be the same guy just recycling uh, <laughs> over and over. Again. Get it on the ground floor and leave on the first floor. Yep. Yep. Yes. yes exactly. Um, he was. Uh, it's whatever the fuck this means. I mean, you guys tell us. Yeah. Um, Ronald Wayne served as the venture's adult supervision. Oh, the porn subsector of Apple. I guess so. Yeah, exactly. That, that little room in the movie store that has the... The, the beads. The, well, well, the one in Marlboro, Massachusetts, that is now a meat shop, yeah. had just a... It was like a spiral staircase with a curtain. Oh, nice. I've like, also seen I saloon, saloon doors. Saloon doors are nice. Yeah. yeah. God pizza days ago and just get your porn in. i do remember looking at that as a kid and be like what's in there and my mom's like those are the movies for adults you can't go in there and i was like, like what do you mean i was thinking it's like mortal Kombat like... and stuff like that's just real crazy movies in there yeah, i had no shit. idea it was some being crazy shit just, it was it backdoor just... sluts nine the whole backdoor time sluts, sluts nine but like so many of them like and the thing is i mean i don't know about you but i haven't seen any of those movies been released on any of the late night movie uh directories no no yeah, <laughs> how come no one's like first. hey here's a whole collection of all these things maybe that's how i'm gonna make my money i'm gonna go find all these and then upload them i just think it's like there's no money there i can't even imagine how going funny to like uh oh, no okay. adopt a video how funny they are definitely adopt but adopt a video, a video yeah. and like scrolling and going to the bees by myself Being walking like, through do looking wanna... doing the thing where you're like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, like just picking it feel and then one. you bring it out and you walk to the front and you slide it up and be like this this, this please the one and then they write your they have your name they have your id and your card so they can charge you for it and then you come back next week and go this that's very nice thank you and it's mm. paused exactly when you were done watching it you know what i mean <laughs> I mean, I cannot believe people did that. Oh, dude, this was a I whole would never do big that. time. I mean, I just... I'd probably do I it. I don't know. I, I guess I would <laughs> if, if I lived in that time, but, like, I wouldn't... I mean, if you, could, you couldn't pay me to do that now. I'd, I'd be so... I'd be so weirded out by it. Like, I'd be like, ah, it's fine. Just... I don't know. You ever buy condoms? It's totally different. I don't know. If you buy condoms, it's awkward, but you're like, I'm going to have sex with somebody tonight. And it's going to be awesome. But that one, you're like, Still yeah, I like weird, I like though. this I particular. I'm kind of into this. I'm going to be jerking it to this later. That's true. This exact one. Yeah. And you have to stand there with other dudes just like, you know, like bumping in you. Also, excuse me. That was fucking awesome. <laughs> it was so good. Dude, fuck that. Dude, it was so right. I mean, good. the internet I really did change week. everything. It really did. Uh, but so, yeah. So tell us about Ron Wayne. Oh, sorry. anyways. Yeah. Sorry. Ron Wayne. Um, we got a little off track there. Um, he, uh, this fucking guy, um, so basically he was provided administrative oversight, which means he didn't do anything. Yeah. And he so. was given 10% of, of Apple, the company. Which of would Apple. be worth, let's, let's figure out how much Apple's worth today. Oh, it's today. $40 billion. Wow. Um, so, oh, sorry, sorry. All right, I'll get to this. So, which was, um, at the time valued for 800 bucks, which is before, you know, pre, let's say it's pre-revenue or whatever it was. So I have the numbers, Joe. So gotcha. Um, so he said two weeks later, you know what? Fuck it. I need I need to go to fucking uh, 
I really my bill at adoptive videos getting high. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta I gotta make some moves, move I some gotta, money I, around. I gotta move some money around. <laughs> I keep going there and buying all these VHS porn tapes, and I gotta sell yeah. this shit off. It's getting. Yeah. I gotta. I got a big nut. I have to I cover. Big, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Net eight hundred dollars will go a long Financial nut. way. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I can't stop going to the. So I should probably sell ten percent of this company. Video. That's probably not going anywhere. So anyways. it's probably not going exactly. It's just a bunch of stupid ideas. So I'll I'll take me eight hundred bucks and I'll laugh my way to fucking my future. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Um. So. Um. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Unfortunate for uh, Ron Wayne. Um. They skyrocketed shortly thereafter, and today he that ten uh, percent would be thirty five billion dollars. <laughs> Just because Ron Wayne wanted to buy more porn at Adopted Video. If you just hold on. I, 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 that's the story I'm hearing. If he just held on that money, he would it, it be by this point, without doing anything else, just holding on to that 10%, one of the richest people on planet Earth, just yeah. by holding on to that. And never mind if he if he took the money, invested, whatever else he could have done Did with something, it. But just don't do anything. Know. Just do that. $35 billion, which would yeah. make him the richest woman in the world. <laughs> It would. Yeah, exactly. So now he's, uh, I don't know what he's doing today, but that's a... Well, I'm pretty sure he killed himself the next week. Yeah. (laughs) Probably. He's like, I could have $10,000 right now. (laughs) Exactly. Shit. He had no idea. Ten grand? 35 35 billion dollars. I could buy my own porn studio with that money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's awesome. That's a a great fuck up. I could leave my wife and then just have more porn. He's such a great life. Oh he my fucked God. up bad, and God fucking knows where that fucking guy is. I have no idea, and I would uh, actually well, like to know, but we don't have time. So I hope that he wrote a book about this and sold some copies, at least made eight hundred dollars out yeah, of it. Yeah, exactly. Hey, yeah, think before you have a porn addiction. <laughs> <laughs> Rewriting his whole story. Exactly. He rented porn. Ron Wayne, you want to be on the podcast sometime? Write in Dylan Joe Basement at gmail.com. <laughs> I'm Ron Wayne Pilgrim. <laughs> <laughs> we. We, uh, I have a big porn collection, Pilgrim. <laughs> We'd love to have you on here. I yeah. see some questions. And if we'd have your cousin uh, Ron Wayne Gacy on, I'd love to talk to him, too. <laughs> Ron F. Kennedy also had a problem with sex. Um, oh, and uh, if you also have a, since you're really good at investing, um, if you want to invest in the Dylan Joe Basin podcast, we can get better equipment and possibly studio. So, hey, um, hey bad you, advice isn't always bad advice as long as you know it's bad advice. Yeah, you just do the exact opposite of what he advises you. It's actually good advice. Exactly. We're we're just asking now. We want to ask Ron Wayne, <laughs> not Gacy, just regular Ron Wayne. Um, could you give us some money? <laughs> can you use the studio. We'll give you ten percent of the podcast. <laughs> fuck-ups in human history biggest fuck-ups we had a couple of more uh rolls of the dice for you guys this is one that i i learned about a couple weeks ago that is one of my inspirations for thinking of this idea i'm like oh i wonder how many of these are actually around here and this one is a war that i've never heard of much like the last empire we we last heard of which is uh (laughs) it's what what is it it's the it's the anglo-zanzibar war 
And the reason why we haven't heard about it will become apparent as I describe it. Zanzibar. So, uh, That's Zan- a fucking map in Halo, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's the one with the big rotating uh, ring in the middle of it. Yeah. Actually, if you go on Teams, you can do that as a background. It's automatically it. filled in. Yeah. yeah, I've done it. Yeah, I remember one of mm-hmm. one of the dudes I work with put it up, and he's like, "What's this from?" And I go, "That's Zanzibar Halo 2." And he says, "Do you fucking know that?" I'm like, "Yeah." Hey, you dumb fuck. Of course you I do. Think this is what the hell is wrong with you? You never played Ooh. Xbox, fucking loser. Zanzibar, fucking asshole. Anyway, <laughs> so Zanzibar, it was a military conflict, the United Kingdom. Now at this time, they were still probably the most powerful nation in the entire world. It's the late 1800s. 18, the UK was. It's 1896. So, I mean, this is before World War One. I. I mean, they still are, like, running shit all over the entire planet. Yeah. yeah. Not as powerful as they were, like, in the early 1800s, mm-hmm. late 1700s. But I still, yeah. going into World War One. I, I mean, uh, they were not they were not to be fucked with um, no. but until, uh, you know, Austria-Hungary. Yeah, they were good shit. Right here, Fred. Yeah. Anyways, so they go, uh, they go and they have to fight with the Kingdom of Zanzibar and the Zanzibar Sultanate, which I'm guessing is, like, a shogunate. It's, like, a you know, the Sultan of Zanzibar. And uh, it's in August. And they uh, they rolled in there with their uh, warships and their army and their whole thing. And yeah. the Sultan of Zanzibar was in there in his palace and he had his harem of uh, ladies there. And he's like, we're not going to bow down to uh, to United Kingdom. And instead of uh, doing the thing that so many nations did, which is Yes, here. We'll have the tea for you ready in the morning, and uh, you just do whatever you want there, uh, England. They uh, proceeded to bombard Zanzibar for uh, all of 38 to 45 minutes. Historians aren't exactly sure how long it was. Somewhere, we, I wish we knew. Somewhere between 38 and 45 minutes, yep. and uh, and the sultan uh, called it off, and he said, War's over. We're done. We give up. 45-minute <laughs> long war. Didn't even last an hour. Entire war. They said, we're going to war with you and we'll fight to the last man. And 45 minutes of shells hitting. And he goes, yeah. Yeah, no. Just, uh, I, yeah, know. I was trying to be tough. Yeah. Right and, you know, and now that looking back, I probably should have just rolled. Because I basically already did roll. But now all yeah. my shit's done and people are dead. And Yeah. yeah I, I, this is uh, good. So just back off. So, but. yeah. Uh, but may I go on record as the fastest war in history. The Anglo-Zanzibar War lasted uh, at most 45 minutes. <laughs> Probably shouldn't happen at all, if That's you ask great. me. Yeah. So uh, yeah, there it is. Uh, big fuck up by Zanzibar there. Definitely, yeah. Sounds like <clears throat> certainly sounds like it. So, mm-hmm. um, all right. So I got, I got, uh, I got one. Mm-hmm. So we have mentioned this before. I'm trying to remember what what episode. It might have been somewhere around ten, five, end of the world, mm-hmm. this type of thing. Probably end of the world, end of Z world. End of Z world. Um, so, <clears throat> the United States Air Force and NATO and SAC specifically. and if Strategic Air Command. No, SAC is, exactly, yep, Strategic Air Command. Um, great movie, by the way. Um, decided that during the height of the Cold War, right off the bat, they're going to start a program called um, Silver Arrow. Project Silver Arrow. Cool name. Very cool name. Good for killing werewolves before gunpowder is invented. Absolutely. Maybe that's where they got it from. Uh-huh. So what Silver Era did, and if you guys don't know or remember, is um, uh, multiple points in the Northern Hemisphere, we had, um, starting with B-36s, 
um, and then ultimately ending in, I guess, the B-47 Canberra, and then the B-52. Bomber aircraft. Bombers flying out of SAC headquarters outside of Omaha, Nebraska. Um, the the uh, the head of the SAC. Head of the SAC, yeah. The SAC, um, SAC was there. And I've, I've been there. But the I'm base. The, yeah. the base of the SAC. Where, where everyone knows it's where you're supposed to measure from. Base of the uh, base of the shaft, not the sack. That's a whole different thing. No, you do base of the. Don't you do this? You base the sack twice around the balls, and then right up, and that's how big your dick is, right? Really? Okay, yeah, yeah. I guess I'm measuring around. Yeah, that's why I'm 13 inches. Wow. Yeah, that's you go awesome, base dude. the sack Good twice you, yeah. around, yeah, and then straight up the top, and then that's how. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. I didn't know that. All right, for you guys who don't know, that's how you uh, that's how you measure your dick. Yeah, mine's 13. Yeah. 13 inches. Hi, mom. <laughs> <laughs> 13 inches is pretty cool. I've seen it too. It's pretty sick. Yeah. It's huge. Oh, there's um, also, you can do a water displacement where you drop it into a glass, a graduated cylinder and you see how much the water level rises. You gotta be rock hard you though. You do by volume. Yeah. yeah. That one's a little more complicated. <laughs> <laughs> the scientific method. Yeah, there's a lot of procedures there to make sure that that does work out. Yeah. I mean, you're not fucking around. Yeah. You know, you gotta get an accurate measurement. Yeah. Like and a obviously, boat. Like a boat. Yeah. You, you, measure, you measure aircraft carriers and displacements. Yeah, of like course. Your, yeah. Uh, you can do penis size too. Double blind study yeah. to make sure everything's accurate on the up and up. Witnesses, mm-hmm. a lot of things. It's a, it's a, Six to midnight. It's very important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. something like that. Either way. Um, SAC. SAC. Um, yeah, I forget the name of the Air Force Base in Nebraska, but I've been there. But it just says like home of SAC. Anyways, um, <clears throat> you can see on the left when you drive west. and um, uh, Isn't it that one building that's in Nebraska? <laughs> no, Nebraska's actually pretty cool. I didn't say it wasn't cool. There's more than one building there. Oh, is there? In the whole state, yeah. Shows how much I know. Yeah. No, I actually, one of my favorite places, I would, I'd live in Omaha. Mm-hmm. I think you'd like it too. I bet I would. Yeah. I trust you It's with pretty that. fucking sick. You can go have beers at like an old mattress factory. It's pretty sick. Mm, mattress firm. <laughs> <laughs> the pre-mattress firm, because that's a drug ring. I hate, I hate that place. I've never even been in there, but the idea that they have the balls to call it mattress firm and they'll, like, get it because it's a firm mattress. But not everyone wants that. So it's a weird thing. Exactly. It's like saying, like... But then they're calling it, like, a firm, like, a law firm. It's like saying, well-done hamburgers at any restaurant. It's like, well, not That's everyone wants that. That's a perfect analogy. Because it's, not, like, it's well done. Like, we do it well, but it's well... well yeah, like but mattress not firm. everyone wants that. Exactly. Some Holy people, shit. You, you pull that you out of your like, ass? If you like great. medium rare, you go, I don't want to go to well-done hamburger. You know? There must be a place called Rare Burgers, though. Yeah, I bet I'm there is. I'm sure there is. Could be Nebraska. Hey, Omaha Steaks. <laughs> Yeah, well, <laughs> most things which I've had in there not that good. <laughs> Anyways, the mail uh, to me one time they're not that great. Yeah, it's not. They're most that's what they're famous for, right? Like shipping them out to you in the mail. Omaha steaks, you like yeah, mail order them. Yeah, it's some weird like '60s bullshit. Like, oh, I got a steak from Omaha, Nebraska. I yeah, know, you like subscribe to it for a some, month. Yeah, they fucking sucked. I cooked them on an electric grill that someone got for free at Sick. work. It was fucking bullshit. Anyway, so, um, so this isn't about steaks. It's not but, about Waldo steaks. <laughs> I mean, they might have had some steaks. I mean, B-52s have a whole bunch of stillaces to eat and shit. Yeah, but Waldo steaks was the guy who helped the oh, rocket. Well, that's right. <laughs> wow, we're all coming full circle here. We're really so, closing the loop. <clears throat> so, um, Silver Arrow, um, pretty wild. This is this is just about the wildest story we'll talk about so far. Besides sure. um, uh, f- fucking Mad Mike Hughes. <laughs> R.I.P. Mad R. I. P. Mike. R.I.P. Man. Cheers. Um, pour one out for Mad Mike. Pour one out for Mad Mike. Um, <clears throat> so uh, for like 30 years, the Silver Air Project existed, 
and let's just keep it simple not to the b36 b47 b58 whatever it would actually be fair wasn't involved there's 52s um there is a constant within i think 45 minutes um, there was a B-52. About as long as the uh, Anglo-Zanzibar uh, War. As long as that whole war went. Yeah. There was a B-52 with one to four thermonuclear bombs, which are, um, you know, the, the level of... Atomic warheads. Atomicness compared to Hiroshima and Nagasaki is somewhere like 10 to 50 times more. Like, way bigger than that. Yeah. Just, four of them. Just cruising. Cruising. So... The purpose of this project was <clears throat> because if Russia launched a nuke at us, we automatically responded with a code that you couldn't take back. So if that happened, those bombers, they're, they're all going to different strategic points as seen in the movie, uh, Dr. Strangelove and, and How I Learned to Love the Bomb. How I Learned to Love the Bomb. Um, it's exactly that. That's exactly what it'd be. Mm-hmm. Now you have 15 B-52s surrounding Russia dropping nuclear bombs on strategic targets, ending the world. Boom. So they're going to end the world by launching us. We're going to. So like, it's mutual destruction is what it's yeah, called. Yeah, mutually assured destruction. Mutually assured destruction. Mad. It's a mad, mad, mad world. Sack mad. <clears throat> so um, this did backfire a few times, three times specifically, if not probably more. What? I know. Pretty crazy, right? So how could anything ever go wrong with that insane idea? January seventeenth, nineteen sixty-six. This isn't the first. This is like middle, but. Um, a B fifty two, and this is after they've already they've already um, designed and built international uh, intercontinental ballistic missiles, ICBMs. Yeah, yeah but they still the... but they still had the planes holding bombs flying around. They're like you know just as a, as a you know first responder plan here. Yeah, because they could launch missiles. I mean, now we don't have planes flying over. We still have missiles poised. Yeah, the sixties was the Minuteman missile, and it was a uh, it was a constantly maintained liquid oxygen just like the rockets missile you just and it keep was like very fueling expensive. it up over and over they again. had to constantly ex- the the workers there my father-in-law was one of them oh um, yeah. they had to exchange the fluids and maintain so them. like now, now inefficient have, the most inefficient yeah thing. now we have uh some other system or whatever it is but like anyways um we we still have nuclear bombs on a lot of bombers like they're capable like b1 sure. b52 um other things they even make them smaller but whatever so actually the first one before i get into the spain one <clears throat> a B-36 crashed in Canada on February, chronologically. Nice. February 13th, Canada, those aren't our enemies, are they? <laughs> They're not. 1950. But there was a B-36 flying from um, Anchorage, Alaska to, um, uh, I think, Sac in Nebraska, and it crashed due to weather. Anchorage, Alaska to Sac in Nebraska? Yeah. I don't know, Alaska. What <laughs> happened next? Um... Airplane crashed and they it was a lead cord hydrogen bomb that went missing for a while. Oh, uh, the idea that it ever goes missing is like what the actual fuck. Yeah. It's the most destructive thing in the world. It's like, oh, I don't know where what did I where did I leave that? Panda, and now you have an airplane that shouldn't really be there and it's it's missing and it's it left there. there's a hydrogen there's bomb a, which is degrees more powerful than the bombs dropped on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. <clears throat> God damn. We talked about hydrogen bombs during the uh, end of Z world. We sure did. So go back um, to that one, episode five or whatever it was. Yeah. So um so that's the first one and it didn't go off. Uh-huh. So so then we have two of them. So we have 
1966. So I guess we'll start with 1964. Sure. This one's the craziest one. If not, I mean, possibly, who knows? But they're all pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, um, Near us, there's uh, an Air Force base called Westover, Westfield, Westover, near Springfield. Yeah. Um, and it was, it's a, it's where like our um, uh, National Guard is, and they fly the F-15s, the and the uh, C-5 Galaxies are all there right now as nice. we speak. They move from Otis. Yeah. Um, but it's a, it's a common place for transcontinental flights, whatever it is to land, refuel, rearm, re whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Big facility there. Yeah, big facility there. And there's this guy, I forget his name, but he was a uh, decorated B-17 pilot in World War II. And in 1964, um, his job, he was assigned to the Silver Arrow Group. So like, oh, you know what this is. Um, And he told his wife, hey, if you ever get a phone call that's weird, uh, just answer it. It's probably me. And and she said, okay, weird. He's like, but you can't really tell her what he's doing. Um, He flew these missions. He flew Silver Arrow missions. He flew from... Like uh, somewhere on the East Coast, like Washington, D.C. or Massachusetts or wherever it is, they'd fly um, up the Atlantic around Russia, Iceland, back, you know? It's a lot of fuel. Yeah, yeah, but they would do it. Um, and he, um, and this time he was actually off duty, but he was called upon because there was a, there's a, a B-52 with four thermonuclear bombs on it mm. at Westover, Massachusetts, sitting there that needs to go to Washington, D.C. for repairs. With bombs on it. Don't take the bombs out. Nope. It needs to be repaired, but you can make it to the dealership. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Basically, let's let's do things. <clears throat> or you can't leave the bombs here. Yeah, you can't. You can't just leave Massachusetts. Just yeah. sit on the runway. Just put them on the plane that needs repairs. So, so they said, hey, can you can you come back for real quick and then just just fly this, do this like two hour flight to DC. Come on. Um, one hour flight, whatever it is. You're in, you're out. Um, and uh, the you know it's it's a nor'easter, so just ah, we love nor'easters. <laughs> nor'easter. I smell a ghost ship coming on. Yeah, snowstorm bullshit. Um, uh, you know, thing for Massachusetts, but just mm-hmm. it's not a big deal. You're gonna be to a huge fucking airplane. Let's just yeah, just take it's off. A, it's, a and just, it's only an hour flight. Go have a good time. Um, those props will keep spinning when those nor'easter winds are going blowing through. Yeah, props. They're jet engines, my friend. Oh, my bad. Yeah, this isn't a B-17 anymore. We're on a B-32. We're, we're, in the, we're jet engines here. But he's the best there is. He can do this. Um, so, uh, we'll put the picture up, of course. 45 minutes after takeoff, maybe an hour, tops. Um, he's over Pennsylvania, and um, <clears throat> severe violent turbulence breaks off the tail. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, cool. Very cool. Cool. Even if there's nothing on the plane, it's already a disaster. Never mind the four this nuclear bombs on board. This isn't good. Jesus Christ. So, um, and actually... On its way to the nation's capital. Starting hit, yeah, exactly. So it started hitting turbulence in Pennsylvania, and around Maryland, uh, the air traffic control heard, Mayday, 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 Buzz 1-4 is bailing out. Um, Buzz one four was the call sign. Yeah, and and um, bailing out means everyone uh, start driving away from the location. They're gonna crash because it's gonna be changing the entire <laughs> landscape yeah, pretty exactly. soon. Yeah, um, the whole East Coast is gonna get blown off. The yeah, face of the mat of the fucking continent. You're about to have um, a beachfront property there, Pittsburgh. Yeah, um, exactly. So uh, he was um, uh, 29 years old. Holy shit! He's our age. It's terrifying. <laughs> he's our age. And um, uh, he's flying this motherfucker, and he, um, uh, they crashed in Maryland, and he walked a couple miles to a farm and called his wife and said, hey, um, 
you're gonna hear something but i'm alive and well yeah and um that's the story so number two uh crash was buzz one four in maryland and those bombs didn't go off but the airplane fucking crashed <laughs> Um, <clears throat> good thing it's not like uh, nitroglycerin like it didn't just go off by impact but oh, let me get away for this story <laughs> but you know it's still volatile and it's much more deadly than tnt so uh part three of three of the uh silver arrow project it's the miniseries big fuck up silver arrow big edition fuck up silver <laughs> edition is january 17th 1966 one year after buzz one four crashes in washington Ooh, isn't that the same year as the cuban missile crisis washington dc Oh, yeah. Um, area. So, um, good question. Um, I don't know. Keep going. I'll almost there. So, a, uh, a, shockingly, a B-52 <laughs> collides with a Boeing KC-135, which is a air refueler. It collided with another plane. Collided with another plane. Uh-oh. Um, that, and that particular plane is a refueler, so it's full of jet fuel. Um, oh, that'll that add to the fuel to the fire. Yeah, it collided over Spain's Mediterranean coast, and when it collided, Whoops. it happened to drop three seventy kiloton hydrogen bombs. Oopsie daisy! <laughs> shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh, right near the egg town on my of face. Palomares and one in the sea. So, um, and everyone there's just eating. That means lunch. it dropped three. <laughs> Um, on land and one in the ocean is what that means. And, um, that could have been a quite a day for those that was folks. really something. So the cool thing about this story compared to the other two is that, <laughs> is that, um, it was returning to North Carolina following a routine fucking mission to do the sack bullshit and yeah. whatever it is and was refueling and, um, it uh, collided with the fueling boom of the tanker. So if you know what the KC-135 is, it's a four-engine jet, maybe Boeing, and it has a big penis sticks out of the back. That's there. maybe the length of a school bus. And mm-hmm. um, it's really hard. And it... They measure twice around the They the shoot you from the... Yeah, exactly. And then up yeah, the shaft. Yeah, up the shaft. And, um, About a school bus long. And uh, what it did was someone fucked up, because they're probably 29. And <laughs> yeah. Well, they're probably even younger, really. It's like me and Joe flying a B-52, and we are responsible... Shit! ...for four <laughs> 70-kiloton thermonuclear bombs. And you keep in mind, the biggest one ever detonated in the world was the Tsar Bomba at 50 kilotons. 57 <laughs> or something like that. Um, that was... The biggest in the world yeah, in so history. Yeah, so four of them a little bigger than that. So, yeah. by little, by, um, uh, like, the Hiroshima ones were, like, 14. So, by, like, multiple <laughs> of those on top of that. Like, you can't, it's those things where it's, like. Yeah, it's, like, hey, earthquakes. Dude, I'll give you $100 million. So, you go, you know, how about you give me 110? You're, like, all right, fine. Like, that extra $10 yeah. million it's doesn't so fucking much. matter. It's so, so it's just that. So, um <laughs> Um, yeah, so it collided with the fueling boom of the tanker and ripped the bomber open and ignited fuel and killed all for killed everyone. Oh, so they couldn't <laughs> even try to save um, the thing. Yeah. And uh, actually, so uh, four of the seven men did decide to parachute to safety, and mm-hmm. um, they must have been the ones to refuel it, right? The people on the actual bombing plane. The B two actually, uh, uh, half the crew did died, half didn't. Oh, okay, so they didn't um, all die. Nice. Yeah, and um, however, the cool thing about this one is that. None of the this bombs the cool were part. armed, which means that the 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 bombardier or the whatever they flip these switches, they yeah. arm them. There's a whole panel down there. They go mm. arm bombs. Then yeah, that's them. what it makes it so that when when the the, the ignition switch hits that the plutonium little it's bullet armed. there, then it's kaboom. Kaboom time. Yeah. So this um, is what makes all these stories aren't the most 
giant tragedies in human history is that they weren't armed in any yeah. of these stories. Yeah, you get a, it doesn't mean like, they can't go off, but the armed which means when they hit. It's like turning the safety off of a pistol. Like yeah, yeah, turn the safety off and then throw the gun at the wall twenty times in a row with a bunch of kids in the room and see yeah. how that works out for you. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but explosive material into the bombs that fell to Earth did blow up on impact, forming craters Jesus. and scattering plutonium all over the fields of Palomares. Nice. And then a third bomb landed. The radiation for landed, you. Huh? The radiation. Yes. For the yes, people exactly. in there. Uh, au revoir. Um, <laughs> au revoir. Third, my children third... have three eyes. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> Elephant's foot. It's <laughs> yes, a good reference to uh, our Chernobyl. favorite show, Chernobyl. Um, a third it's bomb landed in a driver bed. And then the fourth so, yeah. bomb fell into sea and was missing for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, the Little Mermaid collected it for her little collection. Yeah, there. her fucking uh, bomb collection. But uh, the whole point is that two of the four bombs did blow up, sort of. They just didn't have the full ignition. They didn't sequence. have the full uh, full gas. But they, they didn't, weren't, weren't they weren't duds. They didn't just hit the ground. There's no. radiation fucking yeah, everywhere. radiation going to rivers and oceans. That's and... cool. Yeah, those are good too because then it carries it, you know, to make nice. water yeah, sources nice thing, all yeah. over. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So that's a real big <laughs> fuck up. Uh, that, that's a huge fuck up. Uh, no one really talks too much about. Is that, I've never uh, heard that three one. Three fucking times. These Silver fucking arrow. fucking airplanes crashed. Which I guess it makes sense because of the history of, you know, obviously military testing and then military action. There's only those two that have been dropped. But that means outside of testing... More bombs have been dropped by accident than on purpose. Because there was that... Nuclear bombs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got a lot of bombs in the Middle East. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking, I'm talking about nuclear bombs. Oh, yeah. And even in that story... Only two in the whole world have been dropped on purpose. Well... But, the, but this was testing, people. yeah. Testing, yeah. There's been a lot of testing yeah. in the Midwest and in the Pacific Islands. Right, yeah. From us and then Russia. But. So as, as I said, outside of testing, a lot more have been dropped by accident than on purpose to kill people. Yeah. Because all these ones. 12 won't. specifically. Out of the B-36. And these are just one thing. I mean, I bet Russia's dropped a bunch by mistake, Fuck, too. Yeah. Oh, you probably even tw- probably twice Christ. as many, you know? Well, fucking, it's probably still dropping those things by accident. Yeah, whoopsie-daisy. It's down, right, right. down the fucking yeah. stairs. They're carrying it like a fucking old <laughs> Looney Tunes uh, car. Exactly. Yeah, like Roger Rabbit. Yeah, they put their hands in their yeah. ears like they don't want the sound. <laughs> they turn to dust immediately. <laughs> Little candle wick burns their hair. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. All right, let's move on, me on rather, to my last one here, which is not as good as that. That's fucking fantastic. This one is the oldest one that we've talked about so far because it's in the year 259 oh, I BC. I fucking love this one. You know this one? Wait, maybe I don't. So this is... uh. The first emperor of the Qin dynasty, and uh, his name is Qin Chi Huang, and he's a Chinese emperor. And it's Qin with a Q. Yeah, Qin. Oh, sorry. Yeah, so you said with a Q. Yeah. With a Q. Not 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 K. Uh, yeah. So uh, so he is a Russian. Not Russian. He's a Russian emperor, and he should not be invaded in that the winter time. That fucking guy is a Russian emperor. No, I fucked up the oh, word. Sorry, sorry. I don't he's Chinese. I'm looking at a fucking picture here. Like, yeah, <laughs> we'll put him up on the bottom. Hey, uh, you convinced me enough. I think he's Russian. Yep. Yeah. He's a Chinese <laughs> emperor, and he was one of the first emperors to unify China to some degree. Basically, China we think it was one country, but for most of history, it was like. 12 different nations all fighting together kind of like japan for a while it's like they're all fighting mm, together yeah. we call it china now but china wasn't called like china kind of like how italy wasn't called italy till like 1920 or something insane like that I it was that. rome uh you know they were you know the republic of napoli and all this stuff like 
Italy mm. wasn't a country. I'm exaggerating, but it wasn't until like Province. way longer than you think. Like the entire Renaissance, like America was becoming a country and Italy still wasn't called the nation of Italy. It was called like, you know, provinces of Rome and yeah, you yeah. Know, province what, of Lombardy, Tuscany and all these things. Yeah. So that's an example of what China used to be like. Anyways, this guy was running the show, richest guy ever. And he was convinced he wants to live forever because he's got his empire now. Let's keep living. And he had a whole team of uh, apothecaries or alchemists trying to come up with all these concoctions to create the ultimate immortality potion. Hard to like the guy. So he's yep. he's trying all these, they're trying all these subjects on uh, obviously animals, definitely humans. Mm-hmm. And they're testing out, oh, hey, drink this thing, arsenic. Oh, you're dead. Okay, yeah. we won't do that. And they're thinking more and more things and they come up with the idea of drinking mercury. Smart. And they're convinced that so if, he, if he drinks mercury, this will make him immortal. It's this amazing liquid metal. Yep. So the guy drinks mercury. Mercury man. Over and over again to become immortal. And <laughs> <laughs> this is great. I'm already fucking, this is my favorite story so far. I'm loving this and, shit. And he's the eight. I at, feel, I have a good feeling about and the, this. The more, the more he drinks it, the more powerful he becomes. And that's why if you look up at China today, he's still there. It works, folks. Drink mercury. He's immortal. <laughs> He's still immortal now. No, obviously we talk about our diethyl mercury story. He had the story. voice of Doodle Bob Squarepants. You start making sense and you're like, I don't know, this guy is in a different dimension or yeah. something. But is he still fucking there? Is he, his body he, still preserved? He was so, he was so uh, gung-ho about becoming immortal that he yeah he would kill his own subjects to test out the materials, but they finally settled on mercury and like, finally... We're done killing our own subjects. We can keep drinking mercury. He died at age 49. Mercury poisoning. <laughs> God, it's so weird. The emperor killed himself. Wow. Can you imagine? He killed himself by trying to be immortal. I love that story. Can you imagine what his, like him Fuck up. taking a shit must have been like? Oh, my God. Fucking hot His one. skin must have been all fucking discolored and shit. Just his whole organs are just, just failing. Just fucking looks like a guy like just... Ever use anesthesia on a bolt in the car? I mean, you're with me for no. a while, but it's just fucking metal, like, paste that just, like, gets everywhere. Yeah. He's just, like, silver and just shitting, just, like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> just plasters, whatever he shitting do. I don't know what they shit do back then, pots. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he probably shit in pots and, like, servants, like, took it away for him. You know, this just, guy was rich. Yeah, but they saw the that and they're like, yo, dude, um. Yeah. Looks like immortality to me. Uh, what are you gonna tell me? He's an idiot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ex- oh, you you know you go. Ah, very that's nice. great. Oh, okay. Here's yeah, your next yeah, vial, yeah, of, uh, vial of mercury. Mercury, while your shit is literally just mixed with aluminum, like with mercury. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just silver shit. That's fucking crazy. I mean, just all those times of all the wars you had to it's win, mess. all the an economic policy, the unification of an entire nation for the first time before Christ. So it's like back in the days where like it's impossible to pull people together. He did all that only to kill himself by trying to live for too long and didn't God, even make it to it. age 50. Nope. Fucking blunder. Anyways, that was my last one. I love those guys. I got a good one. It's actually a pretty good one to wrap up the whole damn thing. Sounds so. good. Um... Uh, yeah, no, this is a good story. So, uh, let's find it real quick. Uh. So, um, fucking, all right, so, 1914. So, we're somewhere in the middle of all of our talks right now. Mm-hmm. 
And this is, I mean, this is one of those things where it's like, just don't take it too seriously, because, like, you just never know. And then throughout history, there's been some real fuck-ups, which is why we have you. <laughs> That's why we're talking about it. Is, uh, I'm trying to pull names together, but um, uh, this is about Archduke Franz Ferdinand. Oh, I almost had this on my list, and it's such and a good it's one. It's a real good one. I'm so glad you saved it for the end. Yeah, it's I mean, a, we all know he's an immortal witch. Just check his Wikipedia page. I changed it when I was uh, 16, and it, it says that he's an immortal witch who used black magic. So He is? Pretty sure they haven't changed it since then. It's, oh, you did, oh, back then. I yeah. changed it twice in a row, and they kept changing it back. But, you know, they used to be a lot more fast and loose about how you could edit Wikipedia. So I had it for at least a couple of days that Archduke was an immortal witch. <laughs> 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 so he looked up on Wikipedia and be like, Archduke your friends, Bernadette? It would like be halfway down the article and it'd be like, he is an immortal witch. <laughs> That's why. Well, uh, I don't know. I'm spoiling the thing. No, it's great. I, I, we've all done that. Yeah. Um, so Wikipedia, so, don't trust it unless it's today, which you can't change it that much yeah, anymore. Yeah, back then, back in the day, we could though. We had, me and you both did a yeah, lot they used, of Yeah, used to be able to edit Joe, it. Me and Joe did a lot are. of work on Wikipedia. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we worked at that period. We really, really did. Yeah. Um, Anyways, let's so hear about it. So we got Archduke Franz Ferdinand. We got fucking uh, this guy named Princip. Um, yeah, the Black Hand. Uh, Philson. That was the name of the the group from. Um, now what is the Serbian Serbian rebels uh, from? There's a lot going on in this story. Yeah, yeah. I believe I believe that Princip is from as part of the Black Hand, but I'm stepping on it. So Princip, I think, is actually a person. He's the uh, guy who shot him. Anyway, so yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, someone got shot. Let's let's get into the story. Yeah, they all got shot. So like, well, two people got shot. So like, it was a beautiful Sunday morning on June twenty eighth, nineteen fourteen. There's set. never been. Let's set the stage. There's never been anything called the World War yet. No. It's yet no, to it's yet to be called other that. Wars, but. Um, <clears throat> Archduke Franz Ferdinand spent the last few days yeah, walking witch. around the shops of the city. Um, taken in the sights, crowds of people follow him. They're always fucking. He was doing a big pop politician tour, you know, driving down. around like, uh, like kind of like how JFK did in Dallas, for example. I don't know why that made me think of that. Just you know, a little similar politician, yeah, you know, car. wave, smiling wave, you know. Yep, yep. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know why I thought of that, but you know. yeah, exactly. And uh, you know, he did his fucking thing, and he was like, "Hey, I'm gonna pick up my wife from the train station. We're in town. Give a speech, talk with the mayor, all the shit." Sure. Um, Press the flesh. We with got the some Bosnians in the mix. That's what it was. Bosnians, not Serbians. Yeah. My mistake. Yeah, Bosnians. and they were recruited by the Black Hand to there assassinate the Archduke. This the is Black where we get out of here. So, um, there's sex these fucking guys, youngies, young dudes. Today we would call them terrorists. Today we'd call them terrorists. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they knew the direction of the motor parade carrying the Archduke, and they positioned themselves along the path. They had some grenades, some guns, some cyanide pills, whatever they needed. Yeah, but they actually had, like, grenades, too, or, like, basically, like, the, the fucking Looney Tunes, like, black cylinder with the wick, and you light it, yeah. and you throw it under the thing. It wasn't, like, a frag grenade. You pull the pin out. It was yeah, like, a little more archaic. Than you that. had to, like, throw, like, a fucking iron ball bomb, like, the pssss. Yep. Yeah, it's it was different back then. They had cyanide capsules too. It must be if they were captured, so they wouldn't talk, huh? Yeah, yeah. Or they just jam it down his fucking throat. Oh, I mean, it doesn't say. I, don't I didn't know. even think of that. They didn't. They, maybe they didn't get. They said, "Hey, just use this." As you that's want. a pretty good terrorist starter kit, though. You have a, have a, yeah. a big old timey uh, wick bomb, some cyanide capsules, and you do what you got to do. You know the where the motorcade's gonna go. You know their path. So get yeah. it done. Yeah, they knew the path, the thing, and then. Um, 
the motorcade passed these fucking six motherfuckers and um uh-oh he's in trouble and, now uh, and they didn't do shit because they said there's a large crowd and they were nervous and didn't and it was a bunch of kids too they were probably uh, like 19 two, years two, old two the six of them that's what happened so yeah they're a bunch probably young as fuck well and how then, is you compare you convince people to basically give their lives up to kill this important guy to change the history of a nation so you're just sacrificing your life. It's hard to tell a 55-year-old guy to do that. An 18-year-old who's angry, it's really easy to do that. That's oh, how yeah. you call it the military. Anyways, here's the guys. Anyway, so um, the next guy, his name is Nettle Jicko Kabernik Shitch. Yeah, it was. Um, <laughs> that's his name, right? I don't know. Yes. Um, he tossed a hand grenade at the Archduke, and the driver increased the speed. That grenade detonated, didn't hit shit, no one cared. Actually, sorry, it hit a couple people, but whatever. Didn't um, kill him, though. Um, but it made, a, it made a ruckus, right? Yeah, yeah, it was, uh, the attacker was arrested real quick, and, and uh, all was good. So that's Enough of that. When, all right, so now, now you get the driver, you get the Archduke, and you got his wife driving this, like, 1914 fucking car. And chitty, chitty, bang, bang. Shit just went, perfect example of the car type and shit just went hit the fan real quick so um uh everyone kind of those conspirators terrorists went their own way and um and uh the archduke was at the town hall pretty shaken pretty upset about the whole yeah thing. They, they tried to kill me they threw an old timey bomb at me yeah yeah exactly it's scary and um he wanted to head to the hospital to visit the wounded individuals because he was like hey i'm a good dude i want to check this out and um the his driver who knew the roots um uh, cut loss going to the hospital. <laughs> he so, couldn't find out how to get there. Yeah, exactly. He, he all and he was just should have known the way. And yeah. uh, which he, obviously nowadays it's completely gridded out. Like there's ten oh, yeah. contingency plans if roads get blocked. You can't just have like one one taxi driver be like, oh shit, I'll, what was it oh, left fuck, or right? Yeah, I can't oh, remember. Shit, I took a wrong turn. Yeah. Um. So I don't want to step in your story here, but if I'm not mistaken. Oh, um, a couple of those members of the other supercell of these assassins uh, decided that still around, right? Decided, eh, you know, it's a wash. We didn't get it done, but uh, I can grab grab a bite to eat. I'm a little bit hungry. Yeah, probably. Maybe grab a sandwich, some tea, or something like that. Yeah, fucking croissant. I had a shitty day. It's <laughs> fucked up. I'm honestly gonna get chewed out by whatever guy hired me. But uh, yeah. I'll just eat my sandwich, and I guess it's all the whole day's a wash. Yeah, you know, it's it's it. Yeah, we're screwed. Yeah, but they did. Um... Uh, the driver took a wrong turn and, uh, at Apple Quay and uh, Franz Joseph Street uh, he took it that's that's the turn he took a wrong turn at that intersection oh right. his name wasn't uh, Franz thought, Joseph Street I thought it was it's classic Dylan reading yeah, the shit like, with bad cadence his name was Franz Joseph Street, Street. Like, fuck it's Franz <laughs> I don't know um, and, um, and this gave uh, Hungy that from from the exorcist one he's like in the name of the lord pungy oh no wait she didn't say that <laughs> she said i'm gonna sleep on your couch i'm mad at you shit's so good so um there's a 19 year old there left out of the crew of six who said shit uh fuck he's coming here now like yeah he was in the middle of fucking eating lunch shit. thinking that this at, no, operation's he was at a fucking over cafe yeah, I've been to those cafes. Yeah, and then he see, and then he's like, "Oh, the thing, whole thing's fucking over. It's a wash." And then little does he know, looking out the window, mm -hmm. that's the fucking guy right, right there. Right there, right there. And then it stopped. <laughs> the car stopped in front of him. 
as he was trying to correct his mistake. It fucking stopped. He said, "It's like a silver platter for like, history." He's like, he was like, "You got to be fucking kidding me!" I stopped to go me. get a fucking latte because I was going to go try to kill somebody, and then the car. Starts, no, he had, they already got the up that point. The actual car stopped in front of his fucking cafe. They literally were like, "You have to do something. It's right like, here." He's like, "Oh shit!" So, um, he took a deep breath, walked up to the car, and shot Archduke <laughs> in the neck, and then shot his wife in the stomach, and said, "Okay." Um, nailed it. That's the fucking story. So, uh, they both died before they got to the hospital, and that's the story. And that that's how World War One started. started. <laughs> Big <laughs> deal. A fuck of up. A fuck up. Of a, a fucked up assassination. Some Serbian fuck, nineteen-year-old <laughs> Serbian idiot who's been or they're Bosnian or they're Bosnian or whatever. Yeah, he's yeah. motivated from God knows what reason. Yeah, screws it decided up. Decided to fuck up a botched assassination. The driver can't and find out where said, to go. I'm gonna go fucking go to this porn store and have a fucking <laughs> Yeah, and in the middle of that, he goes, <laughs> "Isn't that?" That the guy was supposed to kill? Fucking shit! They're parked like they're 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 frustrated doing a U-turn in front of us and they're stopped. Wow! Uh, I kind of okay. Have to I'm go gonna out run there. down. He ran up to the car and just went bam, bam, two shots, done, and then World War One start. And Rolled World into the most deadly war to have people. ever happened before that point. Yeah, millions of people between the ages of fucking seventeen and twenty six, all dead. Um, I mean, talking about the. World War One is like basically the war that changed with technology more than any other war. It came from sabers and horses to yep. tanks and bombers. Yeah, tanks and, and bombers. It started and out with a fucked up old fashioned grenade and a chitty chitty bang bang card doing a U turn, and yeah. it's really actually a, a perfect metaphor for the whole war itself. Uh, it sure is. They changed yeah. it over that way, and uh, the beginning and the end of chemical weapons league. Like, so like, oh shit, we're we're basically the whole idea is that our technology is surpassing our ability to murder people it's too good now yeah and we have to make laws about how good our weapons can be and because it's just too yeah, much and there's like a uh, war crimes because you can't gas people anymore in war. yeah look well, it's just like verdun people in the neck but you can't gas them it's like what's yeah, like, what? Napoleon, like the first charge of uh, France is like it was like ten thousand guys in like blue and red outfits, like Napoleon on horses, and literally all of them died in like thirty minutes. Like, oh shit, war's different now. Let's yeah. wear gray coats and dig a hole. No more running in with the flags and the fucking colors. We're and gonna like, run and do our charge. Now it's trench warfare, and everyone's dead. It's a fucking mess. So, um, besides, we didn't talk That's about we didn't talk about modern day wars and shit because those are fucking messy shithole of depressing there's, fucking there's plenty of modern fuck ups too. a lot of them if not there could possibly trump yeah, yeah there's ones. some there um, but these are these are more there's uh, some wars that might have been started for no reason at all that might have been fuck ups too weapons for, of mass destruction oil and yeah you so know we know yeah, there's a lot stupid. of mistakes we, we know just, but we like to, back to stay to keep on it more interesting yeah keep, you well, guys know we have to keep it fun and light like the beginning of world war one yeah some guy <laughs> taking a wrong turn because he's at a porn store he was an immortal witch latte at a fucking restaurant <laughs> <laughs> i i just love it it reminds me of, like the always sunny scene where they look across the, and they just kind of like the face they see each other they, yeah like, look up he's just like drinking a fucking latte he's like is that, it's like, oh, isn't that the guy we're supposed to kill? Yeah, we're on some like wicked back end shitty street. What the hell are they doing here? Right, well, right. guess we're gonna go kill him now. This is a good opportunity, and they did. Oh man, I mean, I imagine that if there was like you, they were shooting at JFK in the grassy knoll. Both bullets missed. It hit one of the bystanders in the shin. 
and JFK is like, let's go to the hospital and visit them. And they're like, no way, Mr. President, we needed to go to the airport. And at the airport, when he's on the can, the guy next to him in the bathroom is like, what the? Holy shit. Is that? Is that him? <laughs> well, I guess. I'm... I was just thinking of shit. <laughs> yeah, pretty much exactly that. Bang, bang. But that didn't start World War Three. luckily for us. No, I think we're smarter than that now. Man, we're not actually, but Mm-mm. no, nothing's changed. But, you know, those we like to keep we'll our money. Our best. I like to think that World War Three wasn't going to start because everyone will be broke and it's better if we're all rich. So I think it's going to keep being like uh, World War Three will be like, you know, posturing. Like a lot of wars now. We'll invade countries that are like not that well off. But I can't imagine Russia, China, or America ever invading each other ever again in world history. It's much better to take over economically. Mm, yeah. You could drop bombs, like nuclear bombs, but I there's never gonna be a version of Russia like being like so we're bad. gonna roll into um the Cape and march upon Plymouth and take it. Like that's never gonna happen again. It's yeah. much easier just to financially conquer people. This Yeah, so... So there's a good note to leave on. Uh, big fuck-ups. I guess my big final thoughts fuck-ups, yeah. Final feel like this. Uh, there's been huge blunders in history. They're funny to think about because it's like always weird fucking weird yeah. things that could happen. Because we usually hear about the successes and the perfect matches. You don't hear about the uh, the strikeouts. You usually hear about the home runs. Yeah. Um, but they have happened, and they will continue to happen. And funny enough, some of them, like the last one we talked about... Happened to be such a small event, small fuck up, but have gigantic implications that not only changed the lives of millions of people, but the actual course of history. It's weird. Yeah. Things work like that. Yeah, my, my two cents is that some sometimes larger influences still have small fuck ups with small implications compared to what we just talked about. Some people decide to fuck Marilyn Monroe. Some people decide to fuck their secretary. And, um,. <laughs> The outcomes is the same. Said it's funny. So, but sometimes it's not. So, that's Dylan Joe. <laughs> Basement Podcast. Monica Lewinsky! Write in to Dylan Joe Basement at gmail.com. We'd love to have you on. Bring to the basement. Um, what stays under the desk stays under the desk, and we'll see. <laughs> I did not kill Franz Ferdinand. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Severe, violent turbulence breaks off the tail. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. So he eats shit, and as soon as that happens, their grass goes, You're out of here! To me. I'm like, what? He goes, You're out of here! I warned you! And I go, Are you kidding me? He's twice my size! Look at him! He fell over! You think I can knock him over? And the guy goes, Get out! And I look over at G, and he goes, Shut up! <laughs> Shut up! He's like classic. You're thinking too, too, too. Um, you're thinking too much. The driver took a wrong turn and, uh, at Apple Quay and uh, Franz Joseph Street. Uh, he took it. That's that's the turn. He took a wrong turn at that intersection. Oh, his name wasn't uh, Franz Joseph it, Street. I thought it was. It's classic yeah, Dylan reading yeah, the shit okay. with bad cadence. His name was Franz Joseph Street. Fuck it, Franz.
this game? Pungi. <laughs> so now he's, uh, I don't know what he's doing today. That's a well, I'm pretty sure he killed himself the next week. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. He's like, I could have $10,000 right now. He, he had no idea he was going to get 35 billion. billion dollars. I can buy my own porn studio with that money. Yeah, exactly. Now we want to ask Ron Wayne. <laughs> Not Gacy, just regular Ron Wayne. Um, could you give us some money? <laughs> can you use the studio? We'll give you 10% of the podcast. <laughs>